Welcome to the Chamber Buzz with Bobby. I'm Bobby Vandenbalk, uh, Member Services Director at the Exeter Area Chamber of Commerce. In this podcast, we will learn how people got their start, what brought them to the Exeter area, and how they want to be remembered. We will give you a unique look into the lives of the people that make up our communities. As you know, people are always going to do business with people they know and trust. So let's get started getting to know the person behind this business. Today, our guest is Linda Horn of Mary Kay Cosmetics. Hi, Linda. How are you? Hey, good morning. Good morning. It is a good morning, too. It's so it beautiful out. I Actually, it, there's this little falling, gently snow that's happening right now. It's very beautiful. Well, um, you can keep it up there because we want it to melt today. So. <laughs> well, I think it's supposed to be pretty warm there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So Linda, today, um, can you tell us a little bit about Mary Kay? I would love to. Anytime I get the opportunity to talk about my business, it's I'm all over it. Um, Mary Kay is an amazing company. We've been in business for 56 years. We're based out of Dallas, Texas, which unfortunately, t- Texas has been under really a bad uh, situation with their with their weather. And um very yeah, it's, it's really, it's really been challenging, but our headquarters is based out of, ta- out of Dallas and um, we've been in business for 57 years and it started with one woman. So I always say one woman can, because it's so true. Cause Mary Kay had a vision and the whole purpose of the company is to enrich the lives of others. And that's why I joined. It's really kind of why I started my business with Mary Kay was because I wanted to be involved with a community of people and women and men, we have men, we don't discriminate, (laughs) that just want to be able to make a difference in the lives of others. And so that's what I do. It's not about selling lipstick. It's just about building relationships and connections. And that's what I love about what we do here in the chamber. Well, thank you. That gives us better insight. And I have to say, I didn't realize that um, you had men consultants as well. Yes, we do. We do not discriminate. I love that. Yes. Not that it would be a discrimination, just, I, I, I'm just, I, I, I guess I'm just surprised that men want to go into a field that, well, maybe I'm not surprised that men want to go into a field that's majority of women. <laughs> well, it's really interesting because it's really about building connections and the, the product is just the vehicle because whether, you know, we teach, we don't sell, we teach. And so we teach skincare, we teach glamour, and there's a lot of makeup artists that that's what they love to do. And so whether they choose, however they choose to come into Mary Kay, that's what's really great about it is they get to use their gifts and talents and they get to just expand their community of, of, of influence that they want to just take. I, that. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, so we're going to jump into finding out a little bit more about you. and uh, the person behind the business. So Linda Horn, um, please tell me what your full given name is. My full name? What you were born with. What I was born with. Oh my gosh. Linda Ann Loundon. That was my, that was my maiden name, Loundon. L-O-U-N-D-O-N. I never knew that. You never knew All that. All years, I've never known that. That is Isn't that funny? <laughs> That's so funny. Where were you born? Where'd you grow up? I was born in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Um, born right in the old 
I guess now it's the old town hall. They used to, it used to be the Portsmouth Regional Hospital. And I was born there in 1953. <laughs> so you can do the math. <laughs> I love that. And so, so you grew up in the Portsmouth area? Yeah, all my life. So what is your father's full given name? My father's name was Weston Burton Loundon. And my dad worked in Portsmouth for the city of Portsmouth until he retired and has Good since cool. passed. But yeah, yeah. What did he do with the city? He worked in different, he was just in different jobs. He worked at the uh, water treatment plant. Uh, mostly that's what he did. He didn't have a degree. Oh, my father's heritage. My father was brought up um, as an only child. He had a, he was, he was adopted. So I don't really have a lot of history on my dad. In fact, it's really interesting because I was thinking about doing one of those ancestry things. You know, unfortunately he isn't around to be able to ask those questions, which is why you never wait. You always ask first, but um, he was always hardworking and um, he just, you know, his, he had, well, my grandparents, I was known them, knew, knew them as my grandparents because they just were, but um, they lived in Portsmouth as well. So we now, all... did, are they, um, are they Italian? Are they English? They were from Maine, real Mainers. Okay. Real Mainers. So. Perfect. Now, what about your mother's full given name? Oh, my mom was Yvonne Marie Savoie. So. Oh, that has a little bit of a French, French Savoie. background. Yeah, my mom is Canadian. She's she was Canadian. She never got her citizenship. She stayed Canadian. She lived here all her life. Uh, she knew more about the government than anybody because she just watched all the news. <laughs> but oh my yeah, God. that is yeah. so interesting. So yeah, from New Brunswick. Your mom had dual citizenship. Is that how? Uh, yeah, the, she had. Yeah, she had her green card, so she was able to stay That's here. Awesome. She tried to get her citizenship. Uh, a long time ago, but it was just complications. It's not like it used to be like today, pretty much, but she did the tests and she did the studying. And at the time you had to go down to the, wherever you went to Boston to get it. And you had to answer some questions Well, she failed one of the questions and they wouldn't give her her citizenship. And she said, I'm not doing that anymore. The only thing she, the only difference was she couldn't vote. That was the only difference, but she was a, Canadian and from a family of 13. Wow. That's yeah. Huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And are, are a lot of those relatives around? Are they in Canada? Um, the only one that came stateside was my aunt, my aunt Irene, my tante, we called her. And she was uh, lived in Gardner, Mass. And she's since passed, of course. The only, all of her siblings have passed. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah, I know. It's so weird, all of them now. So, but the, all the cousins and stuff, we, they all live still in Canada. Um, we used to go up there every year. And, um, you know, when we first were kids, we'd go up once a year and, and we had, the, my grandfather was a fisherman. So he would 
go out lobstering. And back then I didn't like lobster because I, I was afraid of them. <laughs> but he'd walk <laughs> up the street, you know, with his bag on his back. And, and he would, um, he put the lobsters, they had like this big porch and he'd throw the lobsters, they'd still be running around and we'd all be kids screaming. But we didn't have the luxuries of, a, back then we had like a, a wood stove, my grandmother, my mamma, she cooked and we'd pick blueberries. We'd go up to the farm and get the milk. We had outhouses. They had a, a ice chest. They didn't have any of those things. And I remember growing up as a child, when we'd go there, it was like going from here to there. And it was so different, but it was really very, I look back and it was just fun. The memories are, they're just amazing. And to, to, to go from having conveniences to really not having many conveniences, mm -hmm. What a good experience that was for you as a child. Mm, it really was. Looking back. Looking back. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, you know, we didn't like the outhouse though. <laughs> yeah, I bet you didn't. I wouldn't like that either. Oh, no. Uh, it would uh, certainly stop you from getting up in the middle of the night. Too. Oh, we had chamber pots then. Oh. So my older cousins had to empty the chamber pots in the morning and they weren't happy about that because most of them were boys. Most of my cousins stay with my aunt. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. So did your mom have a career? Was she a, a stay-at-home mom or did she did she work? Well, we were I was one of five kids. So my mom always worked. Uh, she worked in mostly factories. Back then, you know, worked in shoe factories. She worked in, I mean, even still today, like she, Davidson Rubber, she worked in Dover. She worked at, um, what was the other one? It was in Portsmouth. Uh, she just worked in like a shipping department where she packed things. So she was uh, just really good at doing that type of work. Nice. Always worked. Sounds like she was a very hard worker. She really was. Yeah, she really was. Now, uh, I heard you just say that you have, um, you're one of five. So how you have five siblings, are they all um, around? What are they doing? My old, I have an older brother. He's five years older than me. He's, he's retired, of course, lives in Portsmouth. Uh, my other sister lives in Portsmouth. I have a brother that passed in 2007. And then my sister, my younger sister, who's eight years younger than I am, actually has a business in Ungunquit. They own a restaurant. So nice. yeah, yeah. Eight years younger. That's a, that's a big gap. Eight years. Yeah. That's a big gap. Yep. Uh, it sounds like you're pretty close with them. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yeah. We have a nice, nice family. I love that. Um, so what I'd like to know is what you remember about an average or a typical day. Oh, wow. What was it like growing up in, in Linda Horn's um, household with her siblings and her parents going off to work and you going well, off it, to work? Well, let's see. How can I remember? We used to fight a lot because <laughs> kids, you know, siblings, we always fought a lot. Not not in a mean way, but just, you know, um, we just would, we just really, I remember when we were kids, we played, we lived on Maplewood Avenue and it was a busy, really busy street. And so my mom used to always, you know, we had yards back then. So we had to be creative. We didn't have TVs where you played games and we didn't have any of that stuff. So what we would do is we would just use our imagination and we'd go outside and play and we'd play like, you know, games like 
um, giant, you know, like just different games when we were kids. I'm, I'm probably outdating myself here, but um, neighborhood kids, we all played. And I do remember one of the, the times my neighbor, it was Mr. and Mrs. Parker, and they lived right, ne right next door to us. And we used to go to Mrs. Parker's house every time there was a Miss America pageant. And all the girls in the neighborhood would go to her house and we'd have popcorn and we would watch Miss America. And that was the best, best. That was the really a fun memory that I had because I thought, wow, look at all those, you know, and it's kind of ironic because in Mary Kay, we have similar, we have a yearly seminar. Well, not right now, but we have a yearly seminar where we sort of like feel like a princess and we get dressed up in gowns and we get rewarded for whatever it is, you know, that we're our goals are and we get to wear the sashes and then we have a you know the top gets crowned with the crown and the roses and you get to walk the stage so it was just kind of ironic how that always stayed with me but I love that that part yeah. but we we, did, we came from humble background you know a humble background my parents are working parents and they worked hard and we didn't have a lot but we had each other and that was really all we needed and we didn't we never complained we just we just played we were just happy and we fought but we were happy <laughs> <laughs> i know games like tag and hide and yeah and all those fun things exactly yeah, yeah. I, I love that that that's a great story and and isn't it interesting how it's really kind of come full circle for you yeah you know, watching a pageant becoming part of a pageant um in a sense in They're a sense, very yeah. interesting, very interesting. Yeah, it is in your house growing up. So where did you go to school? I went to school in Portsmouth. So I went to uh, when I was young, let's see, we lived in and many people may not remember this, but we grew up in the Atlanta, uh, not Atlantic. I lived in the Atlantic Heights. We grew, grew up in the acres. And I went to a school there till I was in first grade. And then we moved to Maplewood Avenue. And then at that time it was New Franklin School, which was on Dennett Street. So I went to school there from like, I don't know, second grade up to sixth grade and then went to Portsmouth Junior High and then went to Portsmouth High School, graduated in 1971. That's, that's great. I love it. Yep. I it's so nice to talk to folks who actually grow, grew up in the town. You're still, you're, you're not living in Portsmouth, but you're still um, so much part of the community now. Um, it's so different though. It's so different, not like it used to be. Well, Port, um, uh, Maplewood Avenue has certainly changed, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> From when you grew up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's still a very busy street though. Yes. Um, where did you study um, for college? It's really funny because um, I went to when Rich and I we got well Rich and I met because we I was divorced and then we we met in 1970 in the 70s and um, I went to I didn't have a degree at the time I, I was working I was always working in fact I worked at and now it's Isram. Isram, I think it's called in Exeter, but I worked, it was back then it was Sylvania. I worked there for years. And then Rich and I got married and he was in the military. So we moved to Germany. So I went to, once the girls got older, then I went back to school. So I got my degree uh, when I was living in Germany and was through the University of Maryland. So I got my, um, my, my degree through them. And so. what was your degree in? Business management. Nice. Yep. Yep. What was your very first job? My very, very first, first job. Very first. 
a real job besides babysitting was at A&W Root Beer. And it was in Portsmouth, right on, actually it's where it's at the intersection, like going towards the Newington Mall. So yeah. it's kind of like, I think it's still Portsmouth, but it's where I think it's D'Angelo's is now, but it used to be in W Root Beer. So I was a car hop, no skates. <laughs> and then I ended up going working inside, but that was my very first job making 50 cents an hour. <laughs> Isn't that great? That I would love to have A&W oh, back with those. So it good. was so much fun. It was. I always, it was always like a really big deal. Yeah. And have the food put on your window and those big frosted mugs. And <laughs> it was just the best. I wish I could bring them back again. And, you know, what a perfect time to do that with COVID. It, well, they have a Sonic. I think there's a Sonic that's down in Massachusetts, but it's not the same. It's it just quite the same. It's not, but, um, yep. First job. So Linda, from that first job, mm -hmm. what did you bring away? What did you learn from that job that you have used with every other job and the, and the current position you're in now? Oh, that's a good question, Bobby. I would say that, you know, nothing, you have to work, you have to, I'd say work ethic because I always learned that always do the and then some. It was like, you just don't do what it is that you do and then it's done. It's like, always look for something more that you can do to add value to whatever it is you're doing. And I learned that at a very young age and it has served me well as I've you know gone through my career um, and retired. So it's, and it still continues to, to serve me well. So going above and beyond. Yes. Yeah, doing that and then some, and it has doesn't have to be something huge. It's just helping other people. You know, what? Where can I help you? What can I do instead of just standing there? Um, you know, okay, the job is done. What? Where else can you? What else can I do? What right. else can I do to help other people? Lighten the load for all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. What is it about what you do today that? What attracted you to that? what you do today? What, how did you get there from A&W? From what, what I'm doing today? Yes. How did you get from A&W to an independent sales director at Mary Kay? And mm -hmm. what, um, how did you get there? I guess that's the best way to word it. What was uh, it that interested you about Mary Kay mm -hmm. and got you through the positions to Mary Kay? Life was just, it was, life was making the decisions for me and you just do, you just go through the motions of, of every day. And this is, this isn't what I wanted. I didn't want that from my life. So when I was exposed to Mary Kay as an opportunity, I, I took it as how can I make a difference? Because I love the values of the company. I love the fact that I could be an entrepreneur. I had skills that I could bring to the business like time management, um, people skills, emotional management. I had all that through my experiences that I had in my career, in my my 30 year government career and all the other jobs as an accumulation of my journey. So that really helped me to step into the position of, okay, what do I, what is it that I want to do? What is it that I really want to do? Because so many people go through life and they don't know what they want to do. So true. And it's like, okay, what is it, Linda Horn, that you would like to do? 
Well, I always said I wanted to, to make a difference. I wanted to be able to give back to the community and to be able to help people be confident and step into their own gifts and talents that they have because so many people, they're just buried deep inside and they don't do that. So Mary Kay was that vehicle for me to be able to uh, work. I have the privilege of leading a community of women uh, that are amazing, that are ambitious. And we get to share and create meaningful connections. And we just, I guess it was like, it's not done yet. My journey's not over. It's my next chapter. So when I retired and said, okay, I would like to be in a position. So it's the same thing in any business. There's a career path that you can go through. And I, I chose to, to take the path of being a sales director, Mary Kay even late at a late age. And I said, you know what, I can still make a difference and I can still take the gifts and talents that I have and pass those on to other women that makes them confident and gives them a community where they can grow and they can flourish. And that's what I love about what I do and will continue to do so. Linda, the passion that you are radiating is amazing. <laughs> you are truly passionate about what you I do am. and what you bring to the industry and to the, the, the folks that you work with, it, mm -hmm. it's so apparent. Um, so I, I applaud you for that. That's, that's oh, thanks. And I love my customers. I love they're my friends because I guess it's sort of like you look at when you're going through your life and you do the women that I get to be surrounded with are women that will build me up and we build each other up. And the thing you don't find that in a lot of areas, which is unfortunate, but we can make a difference one person at a time. And if that's what we do, that's what we do. Well, good for you. It, yeah. it sounds like a great place for you. So. It is. So let's find out a little bit about your life today. Uh, are you married? I am. I have a, a wonderful husband. We're going to be celebrating 40 years in May. Oh, congratulations. We're still married. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you there. Hear you there. <laughs> and, and your husband's name is? My husband's name is Rich. Nice. And what does Rich do? Rich is retired military. He served 23 years in the military, got out, worked for the airlines for a little bit. And now he presently works at um, the Porsche Audi dealership in Stratum. Oh, very nice. And you live in what town now? I live in Stratum. I, we've lived here for 13 years when he retired from the military, we, from the Air Force, he was in the Air Force. We, when we retired, we ended up moving to South Berwick, Maine. We lived there for about 10 years. And then we moved, we wanted to move back into New Hampshire. So we moved back to, we settled in Stratum. And do you have children? I do. I have two beautiful daughters there. One of them is, ugh, we'll give them their age. Um <laughs> My oldest daughter is married to, a re he's retired Air Force too. And actually they met, they were going, they went to school together. My son-in-law, Chris and, and Tracy is my older daughter. And they went to school together in Germany when they were in high school and they got married and they're still married. And they have three wonderful, uh, amazing young men that are um, grown. And then my younger daughter, Carrie lives in Dover oh, cool. and she has a son, Alex. And so now she's, your daughter, um, live, your other daughter lives far away. My daughter and Tracy lives in Alaska. Yeah. 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 They couldn't move farther away. <laughs> no, no, that's unfortunate, but yeah. I'm sure that you communicate with them. Oh yeah. It's fun. At point, you'll go and visit them again. Hopefully yes. Soon. 
We will. We did a family trip. It's been two years. We did a family trip and um, two years is way too long. It is. It certainly is. Yeah. But that's coming to an end. It'll pass. This too shall pass. So uh, Linda, where do you see yourself 10 years from now, personally and professionally? Ooh, 10 years from now. You asked some great questions, Bobby. (laughs) 10 years from now. Let's do the math. Although age is just a number. Right. Um, 10 years from now, I, I, I would say that I want to continue to be a better version of who I am and will continue to be doing what I love to do. And just, um, I don't know. I, I, I just, I feel like my life is better. It's just, it's as long as I have my health, I'll continue to be immersed in the community and and just be able to give back because I think giving back is the most important thing that we can do because, you know, with gratitude, everything always comes back it's and so it just true. makes a better, it just makes a better uh, environment for, for everybody. And, and just that's, I'm going to continue to foster and build relationships with people, meaningful relationships. And doing life with people. That's what, you know, I want to just do life with people. It doesn't sound like you're going to be put out to pasture anytime soon. Oh, no. Next (laughs) chapter. Next chapter. I mean, you know, doing the things that I love to do. I mean, obviously, I, you know, we, everyone says, oh, I want to travel. I want to travel. We were so fortunate with, with our military, you know, living in Europe for nine years and we traveled all over Europe and we've driven across the state so many times. So for me, for traveling, it's not that, it's not a drive for me, but I just want to be able to make memories. That's, oh, that's awesome. Perfect. I love, I love ending on that. That's a great note. We're not quite done yet. Um, I'd like to move into our next segment. So Linda, I asked these 10 questions to every guest that we have on. So um, would you like to move into the next segment? Absolutely. I'm ready. All right. Bring it on. on. (laughs) Tell me what your favorite word is. Connect. Connect. I like that. What is your least favorite word? Doubt. What makes you just laugh out loud? Just fills your heart. My family. Makes me smile when you say that. Just from the expression (laughs) of your face. What makes, what breaks your heart? What makes you really, really sad? Seeing someone that has such a low self-image of themselves. It is so true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What sound or noise do you love? Oh, I love the sound of birds in the morning. They're singing and it's just, when I take my dog out for a walk, it just, it's so quiet and peaceful. I love that. That and the ocean. Oh, Two really very nice sounds. What sound or noise just can make you absolutely lose your mind? Ooh, someone uh, sort of like fingernails on a chalkboard type. (laughs) Makes me crazy. (laughs) Or styrofoam, you know, that just that squeaking noise. Uh, Linda, I'm going to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. I would like you to mute yourself right now. Uh, for your answer. You'll still be able to hear me um, ask the question. So when you're muted, I will ask it. You will give the answer and then you will unmute and you will not repeat the answer. 
So you're not going to hear me say what I'm saying. Correct. I will know, but uh, so if you mute, I will ask the question. The question is, what is your favorite curse word? <laughs> okay, you can unmute. <laughs> I love that. You should have seen her laughing when I asked the question. <laughs> it was priceless. <laughs> it's a very good word. And I love how it can be used as an adjective. You can say it loud or soft. And it has really grit. It has grit. That it way. has grit. <laughs> it does. I love that. Oh, and it just rolls off your tongue, too. Hey, you don't have to think about it. <laughs> I have to be careful now because it's on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> what profession other than your own? Would you like to attempt to do? Ooh, I would say uh, teaching. Oh, I'm I'm intrigued by that. Teaching, or it has to do with teaching. I love writing. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> now that I know that, <laughs> I might be I might be eliciting you. I like writing. What profession? would you not want would you not want any part of politics really yeah hate it <laughs> no i shouldn't say that hate is 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 not a very positive word because i try not to use those type of words um it's not a it's not a position that i would put myself in no i wouldn't be a politician i can appreciate that and my last question to you is what would you like your legacy to be? How would you like people to remember you or remember about you? Mm, oh, that's good questions. I would say that the legacy that I would want people to remember me is that I cared, that I loved life, and that I was passionate about what I did and always there for someone I'm always looking out for someone or giving back it's just sort of like my mom she was always a caring loving person that it wasn't about me it was about how can I make a difference in the lives of other people I love that mm. that's a lot to put on a on a headstone yeah <laughs> she loved <laughs> <laughs> I love it uh Linda, that wraps it up for us today. Awesome. Um, I would like to thank you, my guest, Linda Horn, Independent Sales Director for Mary Kay Cosmetics, uh, for letting us get to know you, the person behind the business, a little bit better. Um, I also want to see if there's anything else that you would like to share with us today before we wrap up. Well, I want to thank you for the opportunity. This was fun. It was really fun and interactive. I'm, and I'm so excited to be a part of the, the Exeter Area Chamber and all that you do. Thank you so much, Bobby and everyone there. You guys just are amazing and just what you do and to bring this to the forefront of what it is during these times is so exciting and you really care and share about your members and so truly do love you for that and thank you for for just letting me just talk with you this morning it was oh, fun thank you it's been a lot of fun and i really the podcasts have been um very well received and um so i appreciate you sharing so much about your life and who you are so thank you for that. Um, I also want to thank our listeners today. We appreciate you uh, joining us. And um, for now, you can find the podcast on 
the Exeter Area Chamber website, which is www.exeterarea.org. You can also find them on Spotify and um, soon to be on Apple, which will be coming up really soon. And again, my name is Bobby Vandenbalk. I am the Member Services Director at the Exeter Area Chamber, signing off for today. So please join us for our next uh, Chamber Buzz with Bobby. The Chamber Buzz with Bobby is built and distributed through Anchor by Spotify. This podcast is produced by the Exeter Area Chamber of Commerce. To learn more about the Chamber, visit exeterarea.org.